YouTube. I'm still shadow banned there, and that happened in uh, March of 2020 when all the lockdowns happened. I think it may, you know, I don't know that I was targeted specifically. I think it's just a, a, a site-wide algorithm change that people with a certain view that is against what the majority of the, the people that typically lean left that run Google and YouTube is that my type of viewpoint on the world has has been de-boosted, as Facebook calls it, and other people that lean left or they got a you know a victim card because I've seen people learn my work and and uh, regurgitate it word for word and never ever once mentioned that they learned anything from me. Even though they get called out in the comments and their book reviews, it gets con- you know called out. You know they get boosted up mm. just because they got a they got a certain victim card. And um, but the at the end of the day, the ideas get out there, and that's the important thing, to right? Because I, I love my country, my family's been you know serving and and bleeding for this country for, you know, over the last hundred years. And so I don't like the things that are going on and I take that shit personally. And I'm, I'm doing my part to pass on the Republic that we all inherited, even though a large segment of our population has been propagandized to think that it needs to be torn down and the constitution needs to be dissolved. And it's an outdated piece of paper. And even though most of them have never even read the constitution, they don't even know what the fuck it says. But I'm just here doing my purpose, what I was put on the cert to do. It's good. And so I like it when dudes like you learn my stuff, especially 19, you're 19 still? I'm about to turn 20, yeah. But it's like, and listening to you talk, you sound like a young version of me. And so the important thing is the idea. Because right. the most dangerous thing in the world is an idea. Yes. And an idea whose time has come and it can't be controlled, can't be stamped out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the thing I love about Elon is like what he's done with Twitter is he's kind of, that's the other thing is like my Twitter started growing again. You know, when literally that Friday that Elon closed, my Twitter actually, I started gaining, because I would always gain followers, but a few days later, it'd be back at the same amount. I was like, what the hell? It just never grew. It never went anywhere for like the last seven, eight years. That's how long I was shadow banned there. But even still, it's, I don't, he doesn't completely un- unfucked the algorithm um so there's still a lot of viewpoint discrimination just built into the code right that when you have a certain belief system or viewpoint or a political ideology that you subscribe to it's like like i said that's what i've seen with my youtube account it's just it just doesn't have the reach that it used to i used to be able to publish a video i could talk about guns or anything i get 40 50 thousand views in a matter of days and now, especially when I talk about guns, and I have John from Connect Consulting on, right? Yeah, it's like those videos barely get a, a thousand or two thousand views, and I got almost half a million subscribers. Yeah, and I've I've talked to my my rep at YouTube about that, and you know she sends me some boilerplate, and she's kind of purposely obtuse about it, and kind of acts dumb, like she doesn't really know what's going on, but she probably doesn't. But the point being, I can tell, and I know the date when it happened when I was shadow banned on there. And yeah. It pisses me off. It, you know, because those things impact me financially to a huge degree. And then you see somebody come along and basically steal my work and give me zero credit for it. And because they're of the right victim class, or they have the right political view, they they artificially get boosted. Whereas if our idea, you know, our ideas or our delivery were able to compete on a level playing field, I would fucking crush them. Right. Because this is stuff they learned from me. 
Yeah, I made, I made sure to uh, always let everyone know where I learned your information. I was just so proud of, like, once I ever learned the stuff and once I read your book, I try to share it to everyone, like, even in, at school, in person. And then a lot of, like, the, the kids my age were like, oh, but he's old. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He talks about pages and shit and emailing. It's like, no, dude, it, trust me, it fucking works. But they wouldn't can, believe me. How can somebody do anything in business or even run anything and not have email? That's just stupid. Yeah. Because if you're only using a, a me, an app or texting or WhatsApp, you're on somebody else's platform. And they decide they don't like your views or they don't like what you're writing, you, you, nobody's going to see it. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's like the nice thing about email, at least you have a way to contact those people. And right. if you're going to run a business, it's like you get email verification like TikTok. When you, you log in that, it's like you they verify your phone number. They send you a text, and then right after that, then you got to verify with your, your email just to log in every couple weeks because they just boot you out. Do you still email chicks? or? <laughs> of course. No way. Why wouldn't you email? Well, I'm like you talking about like just communicating with yeah. other human beings. Yeah. It's like yeah. I don't understand why, why people wouldn't want to use that. I mean, you can use it in a messaging app, but it's not your messaging app. If it's your email yeah. and you own the inbox or that particular email address, you can always take that with you wherever you go, hmm. and you have a record of all your emails. If WhatsApp, because all that stuff is filtered, their algorithms read all that stuff. If you've got all your chat history and your pictures and everything, you say your, your girlfriend or your relationship going back 10 years, and they go, we didn't like your post. Your post went against our community guidelines, so you're banned. Poof. Everything's gone. you got nothing left. You right. have no way to access it. And there's nobody to call. There's no 800. Hey, can you give me my access back? It's like, they don't care. I think my guy, guys my age, I've, I don't think, I've never emailed a chick. Any of my buddies, I don't think we've ever. Chucky, have you ever emailed a chick? No, no. So, Corey, Corey, Logan was talking about emailing. Just, he's, not he's business. business. Yeah, he's talking about business. I'm talking specifically just only about girls. Chick, yeah. <laughs> That might be part of the new game now. Oh, you mean from like a dating app perspective? Yeah, I mean just like because a lot of the guys you know I was talking to, we we all guys my age were always dealing with girl problems. Like most guys, even now it's like hyper how many guys are dealing with like girl problems now. Like guys are really struggling. Like most guys are virgins nowadays. It's it's actually ridiculous. And yeah, the amount of uh, people that are not having sex is like. No, no, girls are it's having a, sex. It's well, the, the girls guys. are having sex, but yeah. the, the men, when you look at the men, like from back from when I was growing up in the 80s and you know early 90s from my teenage years to my early 20s versus that same age group now, it's like, whew, I think it's like 70% less guys are having. So you literally, only a third of the dudes that were the same place I was 30 years ago are getting their dicks wet. Yeah, and the rest of them they got they're totally incels, and they're you know watching porn, and they're playing video games, they're just smoking weed all day. Which yep. you know, I I think it's a it's a, <laughs> a great recreational thing, but if you're using it to escape, that's a, a bad way to go. But they're they're checking out, right? And so a lot of guys my age is uh, I guess they're once I learned your stuff and I read your book, and obviously it fucking worked. Doesn't matter how old you are. Um, yeah, it started working women. for me. The, the 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 way you communicate may change, right? But at the end of the day, acting masculine attracts the feminine, right? And acting feminine, if you're trying to attract feminine, it repels you. It, it the same thing applies in gay relationships and lesbian relationships, right? You, the stronger the sexual polarity, the more polarized the couple is, the more sexually attracted they are. The more they act the same, 
that's why when a guy says, oh, we're, I'm pursuing her, it's about 50-50. When I do a phone session, I already know as soon as I hear that that he got friend-zoned at some point yeah. before he even gets to that point in the story. And I'll say that. I was like, well, when I hear it's 50-50, and you may have heard me say this in videos, the guy always gets friend-zoned at some yeah. point. And they laugh, and they go, well, we're going to get to that. And then he keeps telling me the story. I love when but, the girls like are like, no, it should be 50-50, oh, but yeah. we all know who the girls are actually talking to. It's not 50-50. It's not even close yep. to 50-50. That's just the reality. A lot of the guys, they, they were struggling with girls. They'd always come to me asking for advice, and I'd always send them, dude, listen to this guy. Watch this guy. Get his fucking book. And all of them would be like, oh, no, he's old. He doesn't know what he's talking about, you know, whatever. And so that's when, uh, you know, my brother, Nathan, uh, we were both on, on the level of reading your books, applying it, getting girls. Um, we never really had a problem with attracting girls. But we had a problem mainly with Keeping just, them. yeah, being in our masculine, right? And that's, that's the biggest thing is, and we're never, it's sad because none of us here were l- taught about masculine feminine energy. We're taught about a bunch of bullshit in school. Like, and that shit's actually important because Real relationships are like where you're gonna either make money, more, more money, be happier, or you're gonna be fucking depressed, single, unhappy, and broke. You know. And so relationships are something that's a super big deal, and it's crazy how we're not taught about that shit in school. And it's like the basic needs for us to re- to reproduce. And obviously, there's more reasons why they don't want us to reproduce. But yeah, yeah. Bill Gates and the rest of the World Economic Forum jerk offs. They want to depopulate just like the eugenicists all of them going back you know over 100 years it's like they look at the lower classes through their nose they don't want them breeding they don't want mentally ill people breeding you look at margaret what's her name sandra the one who started planned parenthood she hated black people she was a racist she wanted to eliminate the black race of people and that's why they put planned parenthood in all the black neighborhoods because she wanted to abort as many of the black babies as possible yep but yet, you know, that's all part of the Democratic Party. And, you know, Hillary Clinton was very proud. You could see her on video bragging about how, oh, Margaret Sanders, she was one of my idols and people I looked up to. Same thing with uh, Byrd, who, who the guy, he was, this guy was like the leader of the Ku Klux Klan, you know, in the 40s and the 50s, I think it was. And he was, he was in office till he almost like practically died at his desk when he was like in his 90s. And she was like, oh, he's one of my mentors. He's, I really looked up to him. The dude was a racist. He ran the Ku Klux Klan. He was part of the Democratic Party. But you ask most Democrats, you ask most black people, they have no idea. Yeah. And I think a lot of girls are being dragged into that shit because they tell you, oh, well, it's part of your freedom. It's part of your rights to get an abortion. You should get an abortion. Um, but it's funny because it's only the companies that are pushing abortion. It's actually the companies who want the, the girls who work for them to get abortions because it's much cheaper for the girl to just have an abortion than them to have to pay for while she's pregnant and having a kid. It's much more expensive for a business to pay the girls while they're having a baby. It's much easier to just say, hey, we'll pay for your abortion because that's what they're doing in California. If you work for a company, they'll pay for the abortion. There's a reason why. They make more money when you have an abortion. They don't care about your rights. They don't give a fuck about women's rights. They don't care about any of those things. They care about productivity and making money. money. That's all they give a fuck about. And so when you, when you, when girls are just, they're they're just not told that stuff, you know? And so it is what is, and they're just clickbaited into, into doing these things and believing these things. And the same thing with feminism, it's total clickbait. It's like, oh yeah, more rights, you don't need a man, you don't need any of this, work, make money. All the girls who fall into that trap, they're unhappy, they're depressed, you know, they're single cat ladies. And it's super sad, but, you know, I think that that's just the state we're in is a lot of girls are, and I think the reason is because, 
you know, a lot of guys nowadays are just weak. You know, if, if those girls had strong father figures or their, or those father figures knew better, they would tell them, like, yo, no, that, that feminist shit is, is retarded. You know, stop listening to that. And I think we're just in a time period where there's so many weak men. Girls are not, like, same thing with social media. You know, the girls are being validated 24-7 for every little thing. Their egos are just out of the roof. And yeah, it's the cultural Marxism. Even the Chinese, the CCP, is ha- are having problems with it because their men are becoming too feminized. And so they have a new program they started in the last couple of years where they are promoting masculinity because they've got too many of these, like, soy boy, very effeminate guys with the funky hair and, you know, the tight clothes. And yeah. they kind of act like chicks, basically. And so even the, you know, Xi Jinping and the rest of the, you know, upper echelon of the, basically the mafia elite that that run China it's like they see it's weakening their nation and so they you know they have so much control over their, their people that they can have a much bigger influence and on that stuff but they have the same problem with it that we do they, you know they, the woke mind virus as everybody likes to call it yeah and, but and, they, and they're in control of it and a lot of people <laughs> think that oh well they're in control of it because communism it's like dude it's the same thing here they control the media they can control what we're being taught in schools they control everything um, and so if you're in, they control Disney movies, Hollywood, they control the doctors, what the doctors say, what the doctors think, they pay them, you know, they, they pay them to do all the jabs, all that crazy shit, the, you know, cutting off your body parts to change genders, you know, it's, it's crazy how all these people are paid and a lot of people look up to these authority figures, um, but all these people are, are fake, all these people are paid off, all these Hollywood actors are, are super fake, they do whatever for money. And I think it's super sad. Even our teachers, man, our teachers, it's not, they're not teaching things that are actually good and they don't know any better, sadly. You know, I think people are good, but I think at the same time, it's, it's, it's still... It's like you're in a prison. You were born into a prison and you didn't even it's know. It's literally it. the Matrix. And I like how, it's, it's crazy how the, the Matrix, the movie, I think just because Andrew Tate was, keeps bringing up the Matrix, like that's his whole branding, but it's totally true. If you watch the Matrix movie, it's literally what we're living in today and they have full control over all those things. So Yuri Bezminov was a um, – he ran uh, the ideological subversion um, propaganda outfit for the Soviet Union. And uh, he defected, I think, in the early 1970s. And, you know, he talked about the indoctrination that, you know, they went in. That's why in the 60s you had all the hippies and stuff. It was all cult Marxism, basically. It was running rampant because they got all the college professors to believe in communism, Marxism, socialism, collectivism, that type of thing. And it's ever since then, it's like, you know, eventually they, you know, have since taken over K through 12 education as well. And so what he was talking about is um, it's called the um, ideological subversion. So in other words, you are ideologically subverting future generations of your enemy. And so instead of, you know, kids now growing up and learning about Americanism <clears throat> and, you know, this is the land of opportunity and you can be anything you want, you can, you can build anything you want, you can build a business, you can, you know, you can make your dreams come true here in the United States. It's when I was growing up, that's what we were taught, but... You know, nowadays it's like the kids are taught, oh, the founding fathers were a bunch of slave owners and therefore they were racist. And so, you know, by default, therefore the Constitution is racist and the Declaration is racist and the Second Amendment is racist. And we need to do, do away with all, all of that stuff. And when 
so that was part of their program. And even though the Soviet Union has since collapsed, it's that ideological subversion propaganda. It's like one of the things he talked about. It's and because they had this in the Soviet Union, they have in China anywhere where Marxism is, or North Korea for that matter, where communism is is taken over, is that it's not the outside or even the government that really imposes it's the other americans you know it's like cancel culture is part of the result of that it's like oh if you don't agree with this we cancel you oh you have the wrong opinions and that's offensive so now we got hate speech well free speech is absolute there isn't no such thing as hate speech that's a made-up term i think the first time i heard it was maybe 10 years ago and so they use that to try to manage what people can talk about and, you know, it shows up in viewpoint discrimination. We know that, you know, all the major tech companies, the majority of the people there, even Zuckerberg, when he was testifying, was like, he he knows that the majority of people who work at Facebook lean left. Right. And so if you have people that lean left, which they tend to be author- authoritarian, they don't like the opinions of people on the right. And so they just build it into the code where you get viewpoint discrimination, where your ideas are not able to flourish in the open market. That's